Hello everyone, this is Sunday, May 24th, and we're going to look at Exodus 3, 1 through 12. These verses show us the circumstances that Moses is in when he's called by God. Moses was first trained for 40 years. He lived in, in Pharaoh's palace as, as a prince, and he's now had another 40 years as a shepherd leading his father-in-law's flocks. As he leads the flocks, he comes to Mount Horeb, which is um, which means desolate place, but is also another name for Mount Sinai. So this desolate place is soon will become holy. This day for Moses is just part of an uneventful routine. Like every other day, he's leading the flock. He's been doing this for decades. He does not know that his life is about to change drastically, that his ordinary routines over these years of leading the flocks that are so very different from his first 40 years in the palace of Pharaoh have formed something in Moses. This desert time has formed him and it enables him, in spite of his initial reluctance to stand before Pharaoh, as God's going to call him to do here, um, It this desert time has enabled him because God has been working in his soul in secret and in silence. God is with him in this desert place. Well, Moses sees a bush and it's burning, but it's not consumed. It's remaining green. And, and this obviously captures his attention. But he's being shaped long before he sees this miraculous sight. And it's no different for us. God is shaping us. And he invites us to work with him in his kingdom. God calls out Moses, Moses from the bush. And Moses answers, here I am. And God instructs Moses to take off his sandals because the ground where you stand is holy ground. It's holy because of God's presence. And fire was a symbol of God's presence. Removing his sandals in doing this, Moses is worshiped being worshipful and obedient. And God identifies himself to Moses as the God of your father, the God whom Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob worshipped. And then God lets Moses know that he is intimately aware of the troubles of his people. I have observed their misery. I have heard their cry. I know their suffering. I have come down to deliver them, to bring them to a good and broad land. The cry of the Israelites has come to me. I have seen the oppression. And God sees oppression now, too. He hears our cries. He knows the suffering of people in this fallen world. This would have, um, this seeing, hearing, witness of God would have been really um, encouraging, I think, to Moses. It would have definitely meant a lot to him because Moses had been so disturbed at the um, cruelty of the Hebrews' enslavement that in a fit of anger, you remember, he had killed an Egyptian. And that is how he ended up in the desert, fleeing that situation. Lots of spiritual growth and preparation happens in deserts, it seems, in Scripture. And this should encourage us because we're literally desert dwellers. And metaphorically, 
as we face, all of us face times of drought and obscurity in our lives, perhaps far from the people we want to be. It's a dry time or from where we can see a way to be involved in God's purposes and work. But he knows where we are always. We are not too far away from him to be found. He's with us in the reality that we are in in the present. And when Moses says, who am I that I should go? God promises his presence. I will be with you. I will be with you. God had been working in secret and silence. The soul of Moses was being shaped by the Spirit of God long before Mount Horeb and the burning bush. Moses asks, who am I? Because he feels unsure, unworthy. He thinks he lacks courage and skill. And the answer to those doubts or those concerns is God himself. God promises his presence. God calls Moses from the desert to be an ambassador, representing the Hebrews to lead them out of bondage. And we see God calling fishermen from their ships in the New Testament to become who they to become men who will become fishers of men and establish the church of Jesus Christ. And God calls us to work with him in his kingdom now, no matter how far removed we may feel. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you see us, that we are not lost. You always know where we are, that you understand us. You know what we need to have formed in us to do kingdom work with you the greatest privilege of our lives. Help us to see it that way and bring us comfort and assurance of your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.